0: John, how are you doing on this fine warm warm day?
1: Hello hello my good friend Aiden. I'm I'm doing okay. I'm a bit tired cuz I woke up earlier than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Which which means like anything before like 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh I went to I went to the DMV today. Y- yeah. Was that Uh it was interesting cuz it 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 was the first time that I went somewhere that had th- where they were like strictly enforcing like social distancing stuff, mm-hmm. and it was interesting because like they only allowed like four people inside the DMV at a time.
0: Oh God! So I bet the line was just like outside.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was outside. I stood outside for a little bit. I had to make an appointment ahead of time because you have to you have to make an appointment now. You can't just walk in. Mm-hmm. Um. And they had like rows of chairs strapped to the desks, so that you were forced to be six feet away from the people behind the desk. I mean, smart. It's it's smart. It was, it was just the first time that I actually saw like a a a place like actually enforcing it.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
1: like the last place
0: I went to. I went on a mini road trip around Pennsylvania the other day, because my uh, roommate this past year came to, because he was like, hey, I'm going to be driving around the state today. You want me to pick me up and come with? And I was like, yeah, sure. I could use to get out of the house. And so we went to Sheets, um, which is like a gas station, food place type deal. It's like Wawa Minus. Okay. Um, And that was a little bit weird because everybody in there was wearing a mask. I think you had to wear a mask. But there was no, like, distance enforcing, um, and the only difference in the store was that they had, like, those sheets of plastic uh, over the, um, like, the cash registers, so you could, like, slide stuff under it, but, like, it was like a sneeze guard. Yeah. Um, then we went to, a, like, a department store for computers, uh, and that was, like, basically normal, except people were wearing masks. So it was probably, probably not great. I think Pennsylvania uh, is going like it is is mostly reopening which is horrible and bad uh yeah but uh, it's weird
1: uh south carolina is kind of in a weird spot right now for for our listeners that don't know i that's where i live i'm i'm in good old south carolina um people don't really like the concept of wearing masks here like at all <laughs> um and i don't i don't know if you, you've paid attention to the news recently but south carolina Ha- it 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 broke a record for like one of the highest jumps in cases. Oh God! In a, in a day, and it, people just conti- continue to not wear masks. I I I was the only customer at the DMV who was who was wearing a mask. Uh
0: I think that one of there was a county in Pennsylvania. I think it was Allegheny County. Um which had like a really high number of new cases uh this past week because it's being enforced like on a per county basis basically here. Yeah. Um and they went fully green uh which was a mistake. Um but yeah, Pennsylvania is like there's basically um there's Philly, there's Pittsburgh and then there's red Pennsylvania. Oh. Uh if you're it's, that's just kind of how the state is. So like anything like Pittsburgh is the only place like west of the, like, basically west of Philadelphia that isn't, like, deep Republican, uh, low to the concept of wearing masks. So, that's, that's been interesting because Philly has been pretty good about it. Elsewhere, not so much. Especially anywhere west in the state. Nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking, I'm really lucky because I started my first professional job recently because I just graduated college and I got a pretty decent offer. Um, and we're I'm just working from home uh throughout the rest of the year, probably, which sucks but also is good um but like uh it's uh it's it sucks for anyone who has to go to work or anything like nah, jeez, but uh yeah,
1: anyway, um, did we read homestuck this week? I forget we did read homestuck this week we shit we did we, we read a reasonable amount of homestuck this week, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: We, we were just talking um, before we went on air about, like, reevaluating the amount that we are reading each week because we are kind of staying consistent with page number, but the pages are getting a lot more text-heavy.
1: Yeah, um. and, and it's not just text-heavy. It's, like, what the text is about is, like, covering multiple concepts that we need to cover, and the words are deceiving. <laughs> Everything about Homestuck is deceiving. You think you think, 140 pages is, like, fine. Because that's how it was, you know, a little bit ago. That was it... Act 1. But, but no more. Uh, <laughs> th- things are probably going to change a-, a few episodes from now. Well, definitely a few episodes from now. But for now,
0: we have 140 pages to chew on. More or less. 130! Yeah, like 130. Yeah. I got, like... 40 pages into this, taking notes, and I was like, All right, it's been like two hours. This is this is fine. I'm like, Wait, I still have like two thirds of the shit left. Um, so you want to just uh kick 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 this meaningless banter to the curb and get into it?
1: Yes, let let us let us hop on in and into the homestuck. (laughs) All right,
0: um, so where we left off uh last time, uh, we had just we just got in the exchange and peeked into the doomed timeline where uh john followed the advice that teresi gave him uh flew into the seventh gate promptly immediately died to his denizen and uh, left jade on earth and left um dave and rose in a session where half their players were effectively dead uh dave had Dave was urging at that point to just go back in time, reset it, because he had prototyped his sprite with little Cal, and it was driving him insane. Rose expressed concern that she would be left in a abandoned timeline with nobody left. Um, and we kind of left we left off at Dave making decision executive decision to, uh, rewind, go back, and try to establish a timeline where they have all their pro- players properly. So, we resume here, um, with. A repeat of the exchange from the end of the last reading. Uh, but in the middle of it, future Dave shows up basically saying, Don't let John go uh into the portal or Hawaii. Um they have this conversation between uh this, between um Dave and John. Uh future future uh, Dave Sprite and John. Where well Dave Sprite through Dave to John. I'm sorry, I keep fucking this up. <laughs> uh, where, basically, Dave Sprite calls out uh, John on... Because John is resistant to this idea that suddenly there would be a future Dave showing up telling him to not go to the go through the gate. And he expresses some probably justified skepticism, but is met with backlash in that, you know, if you're believing this leet-speaking asshole to just do this random thing in this game you know nothing about... Uh, what does it make it if you're not going to believe your best friend telling you not to do it or you die? Um, Ultimately, John does end up redirecting himself and does not go along with Therese's plan. Um, I I felt like... uh, I I don't know if you felt like this, but when I was starting this first part of the reading um, with the Dave Sprite stuff, it really feels like it's starting to call into question the friendship between John and Dave, or at least how easier difficult it is to get John to comply with somebody who's his friend
1: yeah um John like immediately thinks this is like all a prank Mm -hmm. and I, I, I don't know there's like it's hard to tell if like um how do I word this uh like okay Like, Dave has his whole irony thing, and John has his whole prankster thing. And I feel like with these two personalities combined, there's, like, a questionable amount of sincerity. Like, John does not, like, immediately believe Dave. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes me wonder, like, how often John doesn't believe Dave. In
0: complete fairness it is pretty difficult to believe that uh, an, uh that like through a text chat that a the, a future version of your friend just showed up and is t- telling him to tell you not to do something yeah uh, but
1: like at the same time we're we're like knee-deep in 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 spurb and like the trolls are are a thing and there there's like so much like wider scope things happening right now The it, it, it it's just weird like where john is like drawing these lines of questioning things uh-huh. i mean
0: just to play devil's advocate like you could say that because he's so used to talking to dave and he's used to dave just bullshitting like that could be an initial reason why he wouldn't believe him but at the same time dave is like Urging him to not do something; otherwise, he'll die. Yeah, it's it's a it's a little weird. Um, and when you actually have John talking directly to Dave Sprite in a little bit, it I felt it a little bit weirder. Yeah. Um, but let me let's push through the next couple panels, then we can talk about the actual like Dave Sprite and his implications, because Dave Sprite is interesting as a character. Yeah. Um. So what we have like, what happens in uh the. Dave locally is that future Dave drops off his entire uh Syldex inventory and backflips into the sprite, into the crow sprite, uh creating Dave Sprite. Um which is which results in probably the best pester log in any panel of homestuck. Agree. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) S It's so good. Um I like the existence of Dave Sprite because not often do many stories kind of have the luxury of being able to just bounce a character off of themselves, um, without it just seeming really cheap and stupid in context. Maybe that's because Homestuck is kind of cheap and stupid in general, but like, I feel like it really works well. Yeah. In the story. Yeah. Um, let's see. Rose, uh, communicate, let's see. We see uh, Rose and Jade have the conversation that they had towards the end of the last uh, reading where uh, Rose brings up that there's the... It's brought up that Rose also has something scribbled on her walls, like we talked about with John previously. Um, and she was trying to get in contact with Dave about it, but Dave is preoccupied with uh, other things at the moment, so he cannot answer that. Um... Itch, uh... Rose falls asleep. Uh, we see... Basically, we see, um... The future Dream Rose, uh... From the Doom timeline, kind of fade into this void of nothingness. And that somehow prompts our present Rose to fall asleep. Uh, properly for the first time. Um, let's see. Dave Sprite, uh, gets in contact with Teresi. Um basically telling her don't pull the shit again. Uh this seems to be the first time that th- this is the first time that Teresi has ever had contact with uh Dave Sprite, it seems, because she starts commenting on like the color of his text, saying that it smells like orange creamsicle. Um Dave uh, the the Dave Sprite seems to know from this conversation that the kids' actions lead to the troll's predicament, like directly. Yeah so I guess Yeah, having the benefit of a couple months in the future. Teresi kind of, like, pries on him asking if she can at least talk to John just to apologize. Because Dave Sprite is basically saying, don't ever talk to John again. Um, And then they kind of go into this weird little uh, diversion, like, talking about the actual game itself. Um, I think that this, I don't think this is the first time, but... On a side note, uh Tracy drops Jigas in this pester log. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I think it's the first time. Uh there um, might have been one previously that I just forgot to mention.
1: Uh Jigus is is pretty important. Gigas um, is a
0: loaded swear. <laughs> like,
1: I I remember back in the good old days when everyone said gigas. It was I can't
0: <laughs> I cannot fault the comic for, for how obnoxious I find this word, but man, oh man.
1: It's bad. I... It, it. <laughs> I homes
0: like, th- this is less of a home specific phenomenon and just kind of more how, uh, fandoms kind of operated. i just go on a tangent. Um, fandoms kind of operated, like, back in the very early 2010s slash late, uh, 2000s where, like. There was still kind of the very insular, internal way of people talking to each other, but existing on an internet that was starting to become more, like, open, and things were starting to bleed into each other more. So, like, a lot of fandoms did this thing where, like, Jigus, for example, here, would become just a common swear that Homestuck fans would use. Yeah. Uh, And it's really forced, and it's really dumb. Uh, and it it got really annoying eventually. It's not as bad as like people who would try to like do typing quirks. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a it's like a micro version of that phenomenon. So, so like, uh, it, it, it's unfortunate that uh it's just still in the comic, just being normal and part of the text.
1: I I want it removed. I. W- if 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 Viz ever decides to mess up the website again, I want them to accidentally break every page that has Jigas on it.
0: I want them to like remove all the typing quirks and just change all the troll swears to earth swears.
1: <laughs> That'd be so scary. That'd I want be to horrifying. The,
0: I want to know the literal meaning of every bone bulge swear. <laughs> bone bulge is also also another thing that has been popping up and like I haven't known if there was an appropriate angle to just bring it up, but at some point we gotta go into bone bulge and uh <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have like a forty five minute long end segment, one of these shorter episodes just addressing the insane uh fandom content that came out of having an alien species with ambiguous genitalia
1: it oh nightmare nightmare row ah. <laughs> uh.
0: We're gonna commentate that n- n- you know. what? Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> forbidden forbidden content. Uh, where okay, we're, Dave and Ter- uh Dave Sprite Tracy Pesterlog. That's where we're at. Yes. Uh, um, Tracy kind of derides Dave Sprite Future Dave for self prototyping because it's stupid. Um, it breaks a lot of rules. Uh, then but so, so that so that that, that this kind of raising self prototyping as a concept, because that uh, prototyping as was introduced before was like very gamified with like objects, but um, and like more of a video gamey guide. I guess sprite was more of a it is definitely more of a person, but it's still a character that was only introduced for that purpose, right? Yeah. Whereas here we have like, oh, we have another Dave,
1: but he's now part of the game. That. You say your comment about Nana Spark was really funny. I mean, about
0: I'm like I'm like analyzing it from the level of like I'm looking at how the story is being told. I guess I know, but sorry, Nana. Uh, it, it's it's a story. I mean, like they're not real people. I don't know. Shout
1: out, shout out, Nana. Questionable relationship to the pod right now. We're not too sure. <laughs> Uh, she's she's nice and all but like
0: but like you get what I mean though right yeah i
1: I get what you mean
0: yeah yeah okay <laughs> um I, mean, I I just find it interesting how like dave sprite is basically another dave that is not taken as seriously by a lot of the characters
1: yeah here. um it, it's even more interesting because uh he has this air around him that like he's taking himself way more seriously than he does with uh other dave uh, I'm, he, uh, he's he's like assuming this role of like a guardian, and I I, I get mean,
0: he has a pretty justified reason to be like that, right? Yeah,
1: but um, there was the there was a comment he made earlier to John where he said that he was uh handing the timeline over to to current mm-hmm. Dave, and that that line kind of gives me this vibe that Dave in general just has like. Uh, how do I word this? Uh, hmm. He feels like he has a very big role. Like, he is the one that, like, keeps things from going awry, and I feel like that's a lot of weight on his shoulders.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big role for a 13 and a half year old kid to like, handle a timeline where his friends are dead and have to go back and make sure that that uh, same thing doesn't happen again. Yeah. Um, so, like, it it, it it makes sense how, uh, stern he is with Terezi here at the start of this. Um, where he's, like, basically just not really giving her many ground. He's not really giving her much ground into just being, like, stop. Yeah. Um, until he kind of gets, uh, yanked back into the, in into kind of self-indulgent antics, because, the way that Teresa, like, breaks his, like, um, veneer of seriousness here is that she, like, com- sh- she finds a picture of human Captain Planet from the Captain Planet cartoon and, like, says, Hey, is this you? And it, it, it like, br- it, it, it leads him into being, like, Hey, what the fuck? No. Um, and then just kind of doing his jokey thing again. Yeah. And then it ends with them. Um, Kind of on like an amicable uh, note, which is a little—it's a little weird how fast this whole exchange happens.
1: I don't know. Yeah. How the the how quick he was to like just go back to like jokey Dave was a little weird, but I guess that's kind of just part of the fact that he's still a thirteen-year-old.
0: Yeah, I could I could put it down to that. Uh waving between like kind of awkward writing versus like 13 year olds are weird. Yeah. <laughs> Either works really. Um human captain as like a, just a file name is kind of funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I have at the I have at the end of my notes on this page here. I just said Dave Ramsey watch. Uh no. every Every time we move forward and Dave has an interaction with another character, it's basically, like, a gate into us being able to, like, keep an eye out on or discuss, like, that, the, the, the the fandom perspective on the pairing there. I don't know a lot about Dave Razie, but I know that it was a pretty, it was one of the more popular Dave ships.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it was pretty big.
0: I don't. I. I. am not like an expert or anything. I just. I just uh, wanted to note that, uh, considering that they. That this instance of Dave and Teresa are on good terms now. Um. Really, the 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 process of if you're if, if we're trying to um like note things about the fandom, it's basically we're just following Dave really closely because Dave is like the fandom favorite throughout most of it. Oh yeah. I would say.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd say through the first four acts, he was he was definitely the fandom favorite. Uh, things things started to get get a little muddled once once we get into Act Five, Act One. But the trolls happen. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that. We we will gets talk new, about that.
0: Everyone gets a new hyper specific curated faves. Um, there. So okay, back back on track. So after uh, Dave Sprite and Dave Razy disconnect,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the seed has been planted. <laughs>
0: Once, once we get to the part where characters where character sprites have like mashed up names, I'm
1: gonna,
0: you can just make fun of me slipping up over words as much as you want. Um, once once Dave Sprite and Terese uh finish their exchange, um, Dave and Dave Sprite get to have like a little bit more of a conversation than uh two lines. Um, Dave Sprite basically says like. Uh, hey, I'm like supposed to be your mystical bullshit guide now, and I'm supposed to give you riddles, uh, but I don't really feel like it. So I'm going to just break the rules and give you straight answers to things. Uh, which it, which is, I guess, cool. Um, I yeah. guess. It's pretty um, cool. Dave, the question that Dave immediately asks is, why are we so fucking awesome? Which is the most in-character Dave thing of all time. Oh, yeah. Eventually.
1: It's a great line. <laughs> a really great line. Uh, and
0: then uh, Dave, Dave, uh, present Dave asks Dave Sprite um if everything is cool with John, if he's gonna be okay, which is one of those lines in here that like makes me it, it kind of pushes me more towards like you know Dave does really care about his friend. Yeah. Um,
1: and we we kind of glossed over it when when it happened, but uh, Dave Sprite did tell John to stay, and then John kind of agreed, but then blast it off anyway which i don't know man come on john don't sus kind of sus you you can be a lot of things but don't be a liar man come on yeah um uh, it's it's weird cuz like
0: outside of like the really tame like messing around stuff like making a inst- instilling some drama between Karkat and Teresi uh earlier like you don't really see a lot of maliciousness in John. Yeah. This yeah, it's weird. Um Yeah. The Dave Sprite Dave conversation, uh like, this is kind of what got me reflecting on how a lot of stories can't really get away with this thing. Um and I kinda of admire the audacity of just letting Dave bounce off of himself and basically jack his own ego off. Yeah. Uh and I like that the conversation ends on them being like like brainstorming Sleeper and Hello Jeff together. Incredible meeting of the minds.
1: It's good. It's great. <laughs> I would give anything to meet with another John. <laughs> John being me. I'm John. Um <laughs> and the then
0: they then they fist bump, which is pretty cool. Bump. Bump? And then we get, like, the thing that kind of makes me, like, at least sure how to process the whole John Dave Dave Sprite interaction here. Where it jumps back in time, uh, to the part where John opens the bunny initially. Uh, but this time it has a letter from Dave basically saying, like, it's a birthday note, also reinforcing, um,. Kind of what Dave likes about John, I guess. If you want to look at it optimistically, yeah. Uh, where he says he describes it as, "Um, you're this naive guy like Pinocchio tumbled ass backwards off the turnip truck and started liking Ghostbusters, then the fairy godmother kissed your nose or some shit. And you turned into be not made of wood and also pretty cool to talk to. Uh, one day your gooberish ways are gonna land you at a jam, and I know I'm gonna have to get you off the hook, but it's cool. I got your back, bro. So like, it took me a uh, it's pretty simple, um, for, obviously, but it took me a second to realize what's going on just because it, it's such an abrupt jump backwards. Uh, but basically, what I'm pretty sure that what happened here is that Dave used his uh, time abil- Dave Sprite slash Dave uses time abilities to get this note back in time and basically retcon the events up to this point, which is a loaded word that I don't like using, but that's what happened. <laughs> Um, and this, the memory of this, uh, note is what leads John to reconsider and not fly through the seventh gate. So, I I don't know how to feel about this, because it's, it's kind of heartwarming. Wait, so
1: you you think the letter wasn't in there in the first place?
0: I don't think the letter was there in the first place. Hmm. Um, let, let me... Let me double-check, because I'm pretty sure that I went back and looked at it, and it didn't deconfirm this theory. So which page is it on? Uh, fucking added functional search function. Okay, what is it?
1: I mean, the letter's not visually shown in, in like, the panel where John has opened the box. I always interpreted this as... John reading the letter just wasn't shown to us. Hmm.
0: I don't know. This is. Ugh. This is part of why this comic would be so hard to understand. Yeah, the images are the same um, between 1661 and 132. Uh. Let's see. But the, uh. The original page doesn't say anything about there being a note, which I guess would make sense because, you know, you'd have to read it anyway. But, um. The only difference between the two pages is that sixteen sixty one says at the end included is a note from your best bro Dave.
1: the 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 only reason I I am not cashing in on your theory is because I'm pretty sure that's not how time travel works in Homestuck.
0: That's a pretty fair point. Um, I I don't know because uh. It's handled differently in the comics, several different way, like different ways at different times.
1: Yeah. Um, my interpretation of Homestuck time travel is that if Dave Sprite did do that, it would create a different timeline, and we that would have to like you would have to justify the concept of us shifting point of view from like the John that we've been viewing to a John who is now in a new timeline where that letter exists. Mm-hmm. So, so I
0: guess your take is like, this is a literal retcon in the yes. dictionary definition sense that this note was, we were meant to interpret this note was always there. Yeah. Um, and that we are now being shown, we are just being shown it now because it didn't need to exist back then.
1: Yeah. That, the that's the way I see it. I guess that makes more
0: sense in the way that I initially interpreted this. Um, I I guess the reason that I read it like I did initially is that uh, the specificity of like the note saying is you're gonna get landed in a jam and I'm gonna have to get you off the hook. Uh, kind of seemed and like the convenience of it of this just now changing the. Um, the the timeline of events, it it, it seemed to me like it would have been, like, that was suggesting that it would, that that was not there before. Yeah. Um, I feel, Perhaps I'm, perhaps I'm reading it too cynically.
1: I I feel like it's just, um, kind of a product of early Homestuck. Like, the, the, the gift from Dave is, like, early enough in Homestuck that I feel like maybe Hussey did not consider a letter being in it.
0: Uh Mm-hmm yeah I guess that makes sense um it's it's just weird because uh this kind of like everything through acts one through three was like pretty airtight in terms of any weird bullshit that happened later had something that pointed towards it earlier, yeah or anything unexplained early was ex- resolved by some weird bullshit later and so it's just very strange for at this point for it to do a, an actual very simple uh retroactive continuity where that was there the whole time, you just couldn't see it. Yeah. Leah.
1: Hussey, reach gonna... out to us. Tell, <laughs> tell us. Uh,
0: yeah, I was gonna say, um, well, when I looked at the notes, uh, on the Hussy notes, it didn't really elucidate anything. Um, it's just some jokes. But, I was gonna say that if this was the way that I initially interpreted it, then that creates a really weird thing where it's like, is this like heartwarming or time gaslighting? I don't know. <laughs> But your interpretation makes it a whole lot easier to, to, to uh take into account. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I guess it's it is believable that it would be like that because like the letter in conjunction with Dave's warning, you know. It's kinda both working towards that.
1: Yeah. And I also feel like that if Dave Sprite did take it back, I feel like that would be shown to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I am I'm, I'm gonna I, I'll say that you've persuaded me, because the alternative is just really weird and hard to think about. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh John has been by whatever means uh dissuaded from going through the seventh gate. Uh he flies off elsewhere, there's a transparent Snoop Dogg in the background of the scenery panel. Uh all is well. That's on sixteen sixty five if you're if you're looking for it.
1: Oh, I, 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 I was on it. I was just, I was just looking at Snoop. <laughs> it's, it's a great, getting... it's a great page. I love, I love when there's watermarked faces in a, in a scenic in panel. It's great.
0: Yeah. I don't know if the transp. I, I, Snoop Dogg is a prominent joke in Problem Sleuth. Um, and it, I, I don't remember if it was like transparent like this or if it was just the uh. Just more very literal references to Snoop Dogg, but either way, it's still it's it was funny then and it's funny now.
1: I mean, even 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 Dave's letter had Snoop on it. Oh yeah, it has like
0: a little stamp, uh, like a watermark of Snoop and Soul Plane, (laughs) which I I I don't know if I I don't know if we mentioned this before. I looked it up. It's the movie that is being shown in the epilogue of Problem Sleuth. uh. one of the worst reviewed movies of all time just apparently <laughs> just critically reviled um we may have to watch it sometime
1: yeah i i i'd never even heard heard of it, it... it's it's quite
0: bad apparently <laughs> i i got up my um my hussy uh my uh, my actual physical copies of the Problems with books and i looked at the epilogue just to see what this comment on that page sequence Sequence was, and all that it says is Soul Plane is not a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically have to watch it at some point. Um. Anyway, I don't want to go. I don't want to spend too much more time on Snoop Dogg. Uh, right now. Um. So anyway, where were we? Um. John gets tested by Dave again. Um. Basically, uh, John saying like. Relax, I'm just gonna fly around. Um, Dave's like, okay, so you actually you do believe me, uh, and John says, yeah, of course, we're you're my best bro. Um, and then immediately like hangs up on him so that he can, have another conversation with Terezi, who just or with uh one of the trolls with with Carcat. Um, and Dave responds to this by saying, if we concluded anything, that it's talking to those douchebags should be priority number one for you. Uh, which I, I don't know that. That sounds... to that, that could be, like, Dave is actually pretty stung by this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like part of John's naivete is that he doesn't always, uh, like, he's not always the most, um, considerate. Yeah. Which I think, it, which is, like, this reminds me, this reminds me of, um, in Act 2, was it Act 1 or Act 2, where, uh, there was a conversation between John and Rose where, uh, they're talking about, like, their parental struggles
1: yeah um i i I feel like see okay i i feel like john is one of those characters that like the fandom like constantly like misconstrues because like john can be really dense and john can be like a total ass Mm -hmm. and the there's like this constant fandom idea about John that like he's like this 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 prankster genius who who is also a <laughs> sweet little baby boy and very
0: emotionally intelligent.
1: It <laughs> Yeah. John. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah, I just yeah, it, it, this is one of those interesting characters. This is why it took me so fucking long to get through this part first part is because all of all the character stuff like we have John being emotionally unintelligent. We have Dave actually seemingly or at least having good reason to be upset. Um Yeah. It's 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 weird. It's it's cool. I like it when the characters do things in this comic. More than just explain and discuss the explanations. Yeah. Um Anyway, speaking of explanations, uh the next thing that we have here is carcat and John have a conversation about uh a lot of stuff
1: yeah this is a this was a pretty big dump of information mm-hmm. uh this this was another one of those pages where I was like dang I wish we had the the archives of the forums because yeah. like this was this was a lot <laughs> um let's see,
0: is this uh this isn't karkat's first interaction with john this is like a midpoint interaction with both of them right? yeah yeah um they, they kind of talk about like this the weird reverse sliding scale they are operating on where like because they're going up they're progressing through their conversations in opposite order uh to john karkat is getting more antagonistic uh over time or like less uh at least less like, uh, acquainted with him, because Karkat's always antagonistic. Yeah. Um, but, to Karkat, John gets, like, more and more comfortable with him. Or, like, or wait, no, no, reverse, reverse. Um, it's, it's operating the opposite of how it should be for both of them, and it's very confusing if you're trying to, like, think about their, the progression of how they view each other.
1: Yeah. It, it would probably be easier to, like, get a grasp on if like, their conversations weren't happening, like, so far apart. Mm-hmm. Brain hurt. Bra- brain definitely hurt. This is part... <laughs> this is part of, like, why
0: I think Homestuck is kind of... Has a reputation for being giant and confusing. Because even here, where it's not... There's not, like, any wide-scale lore that's really strange or difficult to comprehend here. It's just two characters having conversational, Sequential conversations that is made harder to understand. yeah. Because time. Um, but yeah. Um, John does sarcasm. Carcat can't understand sarcasm at this point. Uh, or uh, a future instance of John. Um, told Carcat that the humans hatch like trolls do and they they're, they're little pink larvae, and Karkat believed him which is i don't know pretty funny um it's also funny how Karkat pasting in this log from one of his previous conversations just gives John ammo for the future
1: yeah um, I, I mean i i mean just from that it's obvious that like uh John didn't come up with the with what he said on his own he just pasted what karkat gives him
0: karkat basically did a, it karkat like it, it, engaging on this kind of level with somebody who he's talking through backwards in time is just giving like self-own he's just like doing manual <laughs> self-owns yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh the, the actual the, the, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's much like exciting to talk about like character wise in this special uh otherwise because it's uh, it turns into a big exposition dump with two characters basically interacting on a pretty straightforward level. Yeah. But the information is pretty uh pretty wild. Um Carquette explains the veil, which is a the meteor belt uh in the medium that orbits Skya very far out where uh basically or in the same region that Dirce orbits. So If you look at a map, sky is in the center of the medium, uh, Prospect orbits very, very close, and then the kids' planets are kind of in the middle, and then way far out, there's the veil, and then slightly beyond that, there's Darius. Um, he says the trolls are basically hiding out in the veil, uh, because their session failed, um, and they're hiding there before everything ends. Uh, he explains the reckoning, which is kind of the apocalyptic event in the game, where after the after the armies of Durus defeat Prospit um, and Durus gains control of Skya, uh, or they gain, yeah, they um, they send all of the meteors in the veil, vale, uh, towards Skya to destroy it. Uh Skya uses those defense portals we saw uh in the end of Act Two or three, I think the end of Act Two. Uh with the um, the meteor, uh with like the way that the sends por- the the meteor screamed of portals. Um, yeah. and it uses those portals to redirect it from its own destruction, presumably to seed another session. Yeah. Um and Using these portals, Skya basically uh, prolongs its own destruction by a little bit, but you can't stop the inevitable. Um, Karkat explains that the kids would normally have a lot more time before their reckoning happened, but because of s- a certain chain of events, uh, they fucked up, and their reckoning is going to start a lot sooner. Um... Uh, also basically exp- oh, sorry
1: good I, I I was just gonna say uh that that tidbit is like it, it gets into like one of the main reasons why I like homestuck uh because in like you're presented with so much in homestuck already uh uh-huh. just the concept of spurb itself I feel like if this concept were present in like any other narrative, the kids would not have like this messed up session. I feel like it would go smoothly. And it, they just complete Sperm. And just, just the fact that like things are going to go wrong in in their session is is like one of the things that like makes Homestuck really unique.
0: In yeah, my opinion.
1: It,
0: yeah. The reason that it's not a video that it's not just a video game like many people suggested that it would work as is because it's about the video game fucking up. Yeah. Which I never really thought about it in those terms, but yeah, that is actually you, you raise a good point. That is a that is cool. It's a nice unique thing. I I have always kinda wanted a video game that like was basically like a suburb session game, like but in an actual video game. Yeah. Uh but I Homestuck would not be anywhere near as cool if the suburb session went as
1: planned. You're right. Um, it'd probably be pretty pretty boring. <laughs> but... it, it'd
0: still be cool. I mean, I don't. The, I guess the trolls wouldn't really be involved if the session went normally. Yeah. So it would be it would still be cool, but it would be much less cool, I guess.
1: It, it's just like the stakes of it are, like, kind of lower scale when, when it doesn't mess up. Because, mm-hmm. the, like, Karkat lays it out pretty plain. Like, White loses the goal is to, to kill the, the the black king and queen like it's it it's pretty low stakes kind
0: of i mean it's it's simple i wouldn't call it low stakes cuz like but i would i would point out that like this whole universe that is meant to be at stake here um is kind of I, I mean it's we haven't really been seen much in the way of like Oh, well, the universe is going to be, like, we don't really like, see a universe worth saving as much,
1: yeah. if that makes sense. I mean, it's high I stakes, mean, but it's low stakes. Not. It's high
0: stakes, like, from a, like, if you're a computer, it's high stakes, because there's a, just a lot. Yeah. Um, But as a reader, it's like, I don't know why I should really be torn up about them saving, uh like, a couple of pretty-looking planets. Yeah. If, the, if Prospect is already going to be destroyed. And even if Prospect could be saved, like, I don't know what, unpro- like, there's not really much on Prospect to be invested in, besides the Exiles, who I guess are good characters, but they're kind of it, it, yeah, it's it's not very high stakes it, all like, all accounted for. Um, where was I? Okay, where was I in terms of explaining what happens here? Um, right, Kirk also explains the uh-oh <coughs> I
1: need to take a drink of water.
0: <laughs> my throat got really dry for no reason.
1: Alex, leave that in. Please. Yeah, it's fine. Um,
0: <laughs> ugh, I don't know. It's getting hot in the closet already here. Uh, This sucks. Um, I'm going to turn my AC on as soon as we're done here. Um, which we're like 20 pages in for the record. <laughs> it's fine, um, it's fine. Yeah, the second half goes faster than the first half, but the it, the, the first half deserves to be lingered on a little bit. Um, Karkad also says the Vale is neutral ground, um, the- both of the kingdoms use the meteors in the Vale, uh, as, like, labs. There are facilities there, which is presumably linked to the facilities that we see, um, the XLs use, because, you know, the meteors go through the portals and stuff. Um... And then Karkat basically says the next time that he and Karkat, that uh, he and John talk, um, John will already be in the veil. Uh, which is, which, a cool use of this, um, like the, the reverse sliding thing with these two characters. I like that as just a use of like, hey, the next thing's gonna happen. Um, uh, and, then, S-Jack Ascend happens.
1: Who oh boy. I, I love this flash.
0: It's I, pretty cool.
1: I love this flash, I love this song. I, it's good. The song
0: whips ass. Um, what happens in the flash, basically, uh, the Black Queen, uh, is attempting to bully Jack, um, into wearing his, his clown regalia. Um, there's a couple, it's a couple other character things going on. Um, Rose sees, uh, like Rose sees "meow" scrawled all over the walls of her, uh, dream, um, bedroom. Uh, dream Rose, that is. Um, and then they kind of flicker to GCAT instead of M-E-O-N-W. so it turns into, I guess, genetic code.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There's a couple of shots of the guardian of um. The Guardians, bro, uh, mom, dad, whipping ass on the kid planets. Um, we go back to, uh, Jack and the Black Queen. Um, the Black Queen is kind of bullying Jack through a sequence of, uh, different fancy dress-up clothes while reclining on a couch and a... Th- th- this shot was, like, weirdly sexual to me. Um... It's fine. but It's good. (laughs) Uh, Just going to gloss over that. Um, Jack uh, basically has fucking had it. um, Opens the green package and insta-gives the Black Queen using whatever was inside it. And uh, takes the ring um, and becomes uh, the Jack Noir we all know and love with tentacles and and all that.
1: Uh, no,
0: n- not yet. No, no, no. Might be, might be, might be. Well, that's uh, spoilers. That's spoilers. And we and the...
1: talk... Alex edit that out. Alex said that out <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: um, but no, yeah. Uh, we are now. Jack is now. The the Black Queen is slain, but Jack is now and Jack Noir is now super powered. Um, and I think that through basic narrative comprehension, we can assume that this is the giant fuck up that Carcat just alluded to. Yeah. Oh God, Lord have mercy.
1: And also, it's um, it's the end of year one. Year one of Homestuck is over.
0: Yeah. Uh we're we've probably we've been in 2010 for a little bit now, but now but uh now that we have like a marker for when the first year ended, then we can start saying it's 2010
1: and
0: not 2009. Yeah. But yeah, I mean yeah, fucking I feel like maybe we should have set up our uh our, our readings on a basis that this would be the last thing the la- the end of the the reading. Um yeah, but that's
1: fine.
0: Oh yeah, it's fine. Uh but yeah, like it's it's weird to be at the point where it's like, "Oh, there's this was a whole all a year's worth of content for this comic." Yeah. Um
1: but uh Jack, who oh, boy? I Jack's th- fucked. I it is so funny to me that the thing that makes the session go wrong is J- Jack didn't want to wear the goofy outfits. I mean, the, the
0: the string of events that made the session go wrong is whatever was in the green package ended up with Jack in the first place.
1: I mean, yeah, but, like, the thing that makes Jack use what's in the package is the fact that he doesn't want to wear those outfits. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't... <laughs> I don't know, whenever I watch this flat, I watch this a couple times. Uh, for I watch this a couple times. Uh, it, it, the the scene of like the black queen reclining while Jack is forced through all these outfits is I don't know. I I see it very strangely. It's I don't know if I'm just a pervert or if this is like if anyone else gets like a weirdly sexual vibe from this.
1: I think I think you're supposed to feel that. I, okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what okay. to say without without getting this podcast off the rails entirely. <laughs> for what it, for what it's worth, um, in the in the hussy
0: notes, he does refer to it as a kinky dress up game. There we so, go. <laughs> there okay, we go. So we're not sickos. <laughs> uh, it just feels like that. It just okay. It just is. Yeah. Um. I is there anything else to say about this besides like us being perverts? What uh, if we just ruined our discussion of this flash? Uh.
1: At the beginning of the flash, we get it. We get a little clip of one of the greatest songs of all time. Uh. Make her a member of the Midnight Crew.
0: That's a. Is that from another thing?
1: That, I used to know this, but I forget it's, now. It's just a song. Like, it's just a real-life song that was made in, like, the 30s.
0: That's what I thought. So, did he like, name his... Like, the, the Midnight Crew after this song from the 30s he knew about?
1: Well, I'm... uh, They were... He's not the one who named them, I'm pretty sure. Like, the Midnight Crew is not a hussy creation. Oh.
0: Uh, it, I feel like we talked about this before and I forgot about it.
1: They were... I think they were created by a forum user... And they were first inserted in like some extra pages for problem sleuth, and Hussie just reused them? Maybe I don't know remind me to verify this wait so later th- this doesn't need to be verified i'm I know it, I'm it right might. it might <laughs> uh we we did talk about it before because uh you brought up there there was the page where Jack goes into well, not Jack spades like goes into the bunker the car cap bunker at the end of the intermission and Mm -hmm. there was that like emblem that you were like complaining about because it was like oh yeah and 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 like that emblem was like something related to the creator of the midnight crew the
0: the fan venture right
1: yeah okay
0: yeah i don't know i i just forgot everything in the intermission discussion because we it sucked and you're right we didn't because <laughs> it was our worst, our worst content yet. It's fine. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I'll look that up. Forget about it again, and it, and it's all, It'll all be good. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Here we are at the end of the first year of Homestuck. Um. And now, Hussy right has his, his ego has ballooned out of control, and he has decided to make himself part of the story. Great uh, with. The... <laughs> Highly indulgent self-insertion into story. Um, the, there's this fourth wall sequence, um, where he's in this, like, little office, uh, drawing the comic on his, on his, uh, tablet, um, and there's a big, 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 big chunk of text recapping the entirety of the comic
1: up to this point. Um... You didn't read this. I, didn't. I I didn't read it because I, I, I felt like I didn't have to, but you did read it. <laughs> Listen,
0: I've had so many embarrassing fuck-ups recently where I just forget something extremely basic that I felt like I had to, like, do my due diligence and make sure that I was getting every fucking word of this reading. Um, the, I'll, I'll spoil it and say that there's really nothing in this that's new. So yeah. It, if, if you could skip it, you could skip it. But there are a couple things that are just kind of implied or, like, are a little bit less clear because they're portrayed visually. But I want to just go to the checklist, go down this checklist of that I wrote down. Just okay. to be sure. Um, when the the initial thing where John suddenly had scribbles on his wall uh, that seemed really unclear because we weren't sure whether someone was pulling a prank on him, there was some time bullshit, that was real. The stupid explanation of he actually scribbled those subconsciously and then couldn't see them because of subconscious. That's real. Okay. I think that's stupid. Um, the uh, in the flashback between uh, where PM is is doing the whole trading quest with the White Queen, the White Queen does abdicate because the package uh, being recovered took priority over her being in. Uh, a position of power, because that was inevitably going to uh, stop being so anyway. Um, the part where uh, AR sees the pumpkin with the dog face on it, and runs down to WV, he was surrendering. He was not uh, flailing his arms in joyously, like okay. I thought he was. You All were right. Alright, right. point for John. Um, <laughs> the Midnight Crew intermission does explicitly take place on on uh, the troll planet. Okay. Um and Spadeslick was an exile from the troll session. Th- this was implied pretty hard but it's just stated here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Teresa's intention with the whole f- timeline fuck up was basically for John to die. She just wanted to fuck up the timeline. She just wanted to see if she could change the timeline um and the way that she decided to was to kill him and it worked. Um, it the, the, at least the way that it's said here, uh, is basically, like, that she intended for him to die. Okay. Um, and the meow thing on Rosa's walls is the same thing as John's thing, and is also real.
1: Alright. Okay. Uh,
0: I think, I think that the subconscious thing is stupid. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to object, but, um... I don't know. I think that for all the stuff that I've liked in this comic, I find this to be, like, come on.
1: This I, dumb. The only reason I'm not objecting is because it is a little bit stupid, but at the yeah. same time, I feel like it's given, like, a reason as to why it's subconscious later. Um, Maybe I'll change my mind,
0: but, like, when you're telling a story like this, it seems really stupid.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of things in Homestuck seem stupid. But, oh,
0: for sure. But yeah. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm not going to bitch about them. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um that's that that's those are my recap notes. Um I it took me like a long time to go through. It took me a while to read through the whole thing. Um it's it's pretty dense. Uh even though it's just literally everything that I mean, of course it's dense cuz it's literally everything that we've got over at this, this point. Um there's a couple more uh funny Hussie pages, including photos of the real life little cow. I hate it.
1: <laughs> I hate um, it. Uh it's, yeah, me too. It's real bad. <laughs> um, I think I think something worth noting is uh we saw Hussies hands in the past. Right, um, right. And we were we were we were pretty uh Tiptoeing around the bush about that. But yeah, that was Hussey's hands. Um, he was
0: playing this insert, this self-insert for a while.
1: Yeah. I, here's the thing. Uh, this isn't going to be the last time we see a self-insert. Oh, absolutely uh, not. But the way his self-insert is drawn here, it caught me off guard. Because I'm pretty sure the next time we see it, it looks like how it looks for the rest of the comic. And it's it's a lot more streamlined and mm-hmm. more Homestucky looking but it it looks real different right now, and it's it's really bothering me how different it looks
0: the panel where he goes on like the big rant uh sixteen seventy eight he looks like it it reminds me of, like he looks like a Scott Pilgrim character almost the way like it the po the pose is done the way that he's proportioned
1: yeah and and then like uh the the panel on sixteen seventy three his chin looks huge <laughs>
0: I didn't really notice that before. Like, but now that you put out, dog, what's, really what? <laughs> what's going on?
1: What? What's going on?
0: Hussey packing a lip. <laughs> I don't like it. Hussy. All right, that's the that's the joke for this episode. Uh, onward. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, all right. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just move us forward here, unless there's okay. anything else. All okay. right. Yeah. This is um,
1: stupid. Um, this is
0: stupid. This is stupid. Another like meta joke that became like a mini meme that we saw a little bit like, that we didn't talk about.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we get to we get we get to uh, page uh 1679, uh the whole like showing a, a web program like in panel of him mm-hmm. drawing panels. It's, like, one of my favorite bits, and... It's pretty cool. It's it's pretty obvious that I like that bit, because I used it, uh, for... Oh, God, I forgot the name of the concert that it was for. Was it for Square Garden that I used it for? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I I like the idea of, like, just showing programs like that, just, like, just there. I think it's really Mm -hmm. funny. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah. The, the 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 self-indulgent process of like showing him making the panel is also like so bitchy that I it, it's so passive aggressive and bitchy that I love it.
1: It's good. Hussey's um, great. Hussey's really funny. Well, so, self-insert Hussey. I don't I don't know real Hussey. Real Hussey if you're listening, um
0: hi. Come on the pod. Come on, we'll talk to you. Come
1: on the pod. We can We, we want to talk. We can, we can chat. <laughs> we have a common interest. We can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well whether well, regardless
0: this real life real life hussy certainly has had his moments certainly has had his uh his other moments to, is is a very funny person i think we can say that much without starting much controversy
1: yeah
0: um but let's move on let's move on for the self-insert bit let's get um, away from hussy shout out hussy Hussey, well, if you're keeping...
1: listening, uh, my Discord icon right now is a picture of Vriska smoking a blunt, um, and I hope I hope you enjoy that concept. If he hears this, he'll just say that's canon. <laughs> yeah. We'll just make it real. Weed Vriska has become canon. <laughs>
0: Weed smoker Vriska.
1: Um. Anyway, okay. Uh, returning,
0: returning to the actual comic itself, or I guess the comic presenting itself as a comic. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going back to the characters. And not the author. Who's also... Anyway! <laughs> we're back to John. We're back to John. Back, Terezi's talking to, to him. I, it... Terezi and John are talking. Um Terezi sends John a map in a in a .fl4 file that I initially forgot what that was. And I had to look it up to find out there was a Flash thing. Dang. This will, this will be lost at the end of this year. F. Dang. Um, but yeah, Tracy basically is apologetic, uh, expresses regret about, uh, his alternate timeline death. Um, talk about Jigas a little bit. Uh, I wish they would stop doing that. You mean my Earth (laughs) Jigas? I I hate this. I hate this. I hate it. I hate remembering how people would do this and think they were clever. The, the,
1: the phrase, we have the best troll Jigas. Is is such a loaded statement It Listeners, if you've never read Homestuck before, that is we'll get to that, but oh boy, that Whew! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Troll Giga's. Uh,
0: <laughs> in a while. In a couple hundred pages, probably. Um. Alright. Uh there's the 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 little Google Earth flash bit that has been uh, adapted into a sequence of panels. Um, I think that the this is one of the rare instances where the panels work better than the flash. I don't know if you tried the flash version.
1: Oh, I, I I vividly remember the flash version, and it is insanely hard to find like what you're looking for without like zooming out.
0: I mean, like zooming out's part of it, uh, but like it it's so minimal for a flash. Like, it's just a it's just a big image that you zoom out, and you, you go up and to the right, and you find the other point, and then you click on it, and a little Teresi dialogue bubble appears, but it goes off the page, so you have to zoom back in, so that it gets dragged back onto the page. Horrible. Um, and the upshot of it is just that you've kind of done this little in-universe gag where Teresi sent him a, a Google
1: Earth thing. Dumb. It's a little dumb. I get it, Husky. I... You were experimenting. I, I I can respect that, but it's dumb.
0: Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of a failed uh, fail experiment, I think.
1: Um, it's not like
0: doesn't ruin it, but it's like eh, the panels work better. Um, let's see. Uh, Therese, th- 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 What is actually happening here is that Teresi has given him a map to the second gate. Uh, instead of the seventh gate. Um, so John can actually make you know proper. He can he can cheat to make actual progress that he's intended to, um, instead of some bullshit that gets him killed. Yeah. Um. He enters the second gate and crash lands on Rose's planet, uh, into her house actually.
1: You're just gonna uh, you're just gonna skip over the fake the fake loading screen. Just... Oh yeah, this is a stupid
0: joke. It, no, I it's a, it's a good joke.
1: It. It's it's a good joke because every time it's happened in Homestuck, I fall for it, and it makes me mad. How do you fall for it? I don't know. I'm dumb. I have a I have, I have a little brain. <laughs> I I don't know. I I okay. I, I guess the, this right. one is like the most blatant one. I I I didn't fall for this one this time, but okay. I, I, but I did fall for it the first time I I ever came across it. But so you were a baby. The the bit comes back later where it's like done way better and it's like way less obvious.
0: I don't recall, but um, whenever it happens, I'm I'm sure that whenever it happens, I'll fall for it like an idiot, and then you can laugh at me.
1: Yes, I will laugh at you.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, John has crash landed on Rose's planet, uh, into her bedroom where she is asleep and dreaming. Um, let's see. Uh. He kind of he looks around her room. Uh, he finds uh vodka Mutini Um, and christens him again. Uh, Doctor Meowgon Spangler, which is such a lame John joke.
1: Yeah, I I appreciate the the reference. I mm-hmm. I, I I get the reference. It's it's good. <sighs> I
0: haven't watched Ghostbusters in a while.
1: That's I have. Good movie. Either. Um. But it's it, Okay, it's not as obvious when it happens now, and I can't remember if it's happened already, but Homestuck does have this bit with uh, animals, uh, where the animal will get renamed, but they also get their gender flipped. Uh, Vodka Mutina was originally supposed to be interpreted as a girl cat, mm-hmm. and now John has decided that this cat is a boy. Yeah. That's it, that's the I bit. I mean, yeah.
0: I I guess we just, like, Muty is kind of, like, a feminine-sounding name. Yeah. But, yeah, it it makes sense. I think this is the first time it happens, because the second time it happens is just in a couple of pages. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, this is, like, and then we get the conversation that I was kind of talking about earlier, where, um, obviously John can't talk to Rose because she's, like, knocked out cold. Uh, where, um, Dave Sprite starts pestering John, specifically. Um, Dave Sprite, like, explains a bunch of stuff. Uh, he explains the way that the planet progression works, where they basically, ha- like, have this round robin where they, the gates take them between their houses, the ground, and each other's planets, so the intended progression of a game of Suburb is that, uh, John would go to Rose's planet, Rose would go to someone else's planet, uh, someone else would go to the other- someone else. yeah, like, just Go in the circle. Yeah. Um, I can't recall the server order right now, uh off the top of my head. Um but so Dave, ex- Dave Sprite explains this. Um and John is like really dismissive of this uh whole thing. Um where like once he kinda realizes uh who he's talking to, he asks to be put on the line with the real Dave. Which, if you're Dave Sprite, his guts just fucking
1: suck. Yeah, I, I think it's worth noting, Noting, uh, the last time that that Dave Sprite was brought up to John was after John reconsidered going into the Seventh Gate, and Dave was like, do you believe me now? And John was basically like, ha, ah, yeah, sure, Dave. Um, mm-hmm. So this is probably the first point where John's like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe Dave Sprite real. And who oh boy, do, does he mishandle it? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Like Dave again. It it it's it's always hard to tell how sincere Dave is being, like when he says things. Um, but like I think if he is serious, like Dave, Dave, Dave Sprite here has a real justified reason to be mad because even though, uh. he's not the same Dave that, from the timeline, he's basically, he's he's the same person, plus a couple months. Yeah. Who, like, to him, John is, like, still one of his best friends, and being blown off like this has just got to be fucking awful. Um, he gives him a, a, a capture like code, and then just kinda rage quits the conversation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, John, uh, like, feels bad um like he, he 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 tries to explain it in terms of like uh i know you're real but the date this day from my time is like kind of more in the same boat as me uh because you know he hasn't he's from this timeline um he talks to current Dave present dave um and expresses concern uh that it's not That he 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 fucked up. Um, Dave Sprite is pissed off. Um, Dave dismisses it, saying, "You know, if you'd say that to, if you said that to me, I wouldn't give a shit." And I I know he doesn't give a shit because he's me. Um, which is like a weird way to, it's it's just a little bit strange. Yeah. Uh, Um. hmm. I don't know. Uh. And then um, Dave Sprite kind of signs back on briefly um just to say he's gonna go uh and John on his way out says um like says thanks for saving my life and Dave sprite just says yeah which it- it- it is, to be fair like pretty in character for what if uh regular Dave would do yeah. say it's a little it's yeah it's an awkward interaction um and this is again like John kind of being not emotionally intelligent,
1: yeah uh, uh, yeah, Dave Sprite's interesting uh it's a, this... he's he's an example of like another thing that I like about homestuck, and it's how uh multiple iterations of a character will be introduced, and they will have their own experiences, and it does bring into question like who is the quote-unquote real version of this character. Mm-hmm. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, there is, no like... Yeah, like... And I feel like maybe the... The way that Dave Sprite is talked about... I feel like the way that Dave Sprite was ever talked about um, in the fandom was... And maybe... Well, back in the day. I don't really have much favorite reference these days because I know that there are other... That this this phenomenon has expanded greatly, but I remember back in the day when Dave Sprite was the primary example of this, where he was kind of either blown off um, and basically given this treatment that he's so upset about here, or he's like centered, sad, stuck.
1: Yeah, I I I, I was gonna say, I feel like Dave Sprite is like the first big stride in sad stuck. Uh. I hate using Sadstuck
0: as a way to refer to the things that actually happen in the comic, but I will agree with you in the spirit of what you mean.
1: Uh, there was a lot of, like, fandom-made Sadstuck content. Uh, when, when Which is when...
0: just which is just a
1: specific term for angst fic, basically. Yeah, It's weird. I, I've I, seen people point it out in, in the past few months, but Sadstuck has started being used for things that, that do not refer to Homestuck, and it's scary.
0: Just as a, wait, do people like do it like seriously in like,
1: Phantom yes. stuff? There That's fucked. There are people who are not homestucks who have used sad stuck to refer to like things that are sad and it's scary. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> it's time for a cultural reset. It it Embrace it, the green top <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's that, I mean yeah, I guess that's another instance of just like this webcomic has influenced fucking everything after it. Yeah. It's insane yeah I don't, yeah this is like uh I, I think we would both agree since you literally just said it that this is kind of where the comic starts to toy with the concept of like the real self yeah and more than one instance of someone existing and it, it's something that it's actually the story does like pretty cool things with
1: yeah And even, i think even now it's cool uh it it's definitely gonna get blown to a way bigger scale down the line because oh god yeah because I it it's it's silly to say but I feel like the self is like one of like the big things that Homestuck is about. I mean, yeah, and I would agree. It, it's weird to say that because it's it's Homestuck. It's a dumb. It's
0: a dumb little web comic. Uh yeah. I keep interrupting you again. I'm sorry. No, dude. it's fine. I, I'll right. I'll just
1: talk over you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I you, I am yeah, God in this realm. Come on. Or <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: if 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 I were mean, I could just say like, "All right, you explain the rest of what happens in this reading." <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, I I can keep doing that because that's I guess that's my implicit duty. Um. So back so back in uh. Back in the realm of Homestuck Land, of what's actually happening in the comic right now. Uh, John snoops around the room. There's another Snoop Dogg PNG. I didn't
1: even notice it! I You didn't? I didn't notice it's... it! The name of the panel is literally John Snoop. I, to be fair, when I did my my reading of this, it was at like 3 a.m. and I had. Okay, ju-
0: but like. You're always up at 3 a.m. No,
1: but I, I was also like just. I had just finished, uh. Uh lego jurassic world and (laughs) i got all the trophies in it i got my platinum trophy in lego jurassic world
0: i don't want to hear any more excuses from you
1: i did my reading for this episode i don't want to hear any
0: more excuses (laughs) anyway um yeah uh so rose is still sound asleep um, and Dave is, like, being a little devil on John's shoulder and encouraging him to peruse her belongings.
1: Dave, um, Dave's a little bit weird in this segment. Weird.
0: Dave's being like an asshole here, I'm gonna be real. Uh, <laughs> like, not... A little bit not cool, uh... To have... To, to, to try to get John to go through the notebooks. Um, and ultimately, because John is a fool, uh... He, is, he gets tricked by Dave into revealing the log codes of Rose's notebooks, which is just given Dave access to Rose's private journals. Uh which it's not cool. That's a big violation of trust. That's a big thirteen year old boy move. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Do better.
1: Do better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, this is a bit this is an instance of a... Uh, these characters are 13 right now
1: yeah
0: um yeah i don't think we should be explained about why this is fucked up uh so after that happens um we as the readers though are not immediately given the privilege of seeing whatever's in Rose's notebooks uh it's it's it's, it's a tease um but we go back to uh or we go, we go to uh um uh, we see the dreaming rose uh float down into Dream Dave's uh, bedroom. Um, one, there's a Dream cow. Fucked up. Fucked Two, up. why is Dream Dave already awake? Um. Is this, like, addressed later? Or is this just a, uh, something that's paved, that's kind of oops.
1: Okay, here's the thing. His, his glasses are on, so you can't, see his eyes shit so I think he's like sleepwalking or maybe he's just by default just at his computer he's post he's sleep posting <laughs> 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 because because he he doesn't move well hmm he's in the i think he's sleepwalking okay I, I think that's what it is because we've seen John sleepwalk before the restless
0: uh like dreamer sleep state. I guess we can put it down to that. Yeah. Um, I also think it's a little bit strange that there's, like, constructs from the game in his room. Like, there's, like, a... The Crux Streeter is just kind of chilling there.
1: Kinda... Yeah, it's... It's a little weird, because, like, it happened with Jade, and I kind of brushed it off, because I was, like, Jadebot is a factor into this, and I feel like because jadebot is seeing things in on earth it's being like projected in jade's mind and manifesting yeah, on prospect but like now these things are here and it's hard to explain and i feel like it's just not worth thinking about
0: yeah sure we can gloss over this
1: um like there's birds yeah, so... in here There, there's
0: birds yeah, there, bur- there are birds in here there's Dream Cal. I I hate that there's a Dream Cal. I hate this. I hate the implications it has. It's a nightmare. It's evil.
1: There are massive implications that will be elaborated on, and I and can't, it, I can't like, wait for that.
0: He's, like, hopping around, like, autonomously. It's evil. It's alive. Rancid. Get it Absolutely out of here. Absolutely rancid. Yeah. Rose kind of tags in Dream Dave, which causes uh, like, real Dave to just pass out. I have real David in my notes, and at this point, I stopped, and I realized that both the both the dreamers and the actual uh, kids, like, occupy the same physicality now, um, which I should have just kind of known implicitly, but I didn't really, like, acknowledge it in this read-through until now, and it made me massively uncomfortable. Yeah. Fucked up. Really
1: this, fucked these up. Are just
0: hap- this is just happening really far away from the kids.
1: Um. Uh. But Local's on the toilet. Um, taking a shit. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. The. Also the, the. Another fact about um. Dream Dave's room is that like the neon graffiti on his walls is fucking it's the sweet roman hella Jeff head sweet faces. Um, I don't know what the lore implications of this are, uh, but they're there.
1: I hope it's explained because I don't remember it being explained.
0: <laughs> I really want it to be explained, because uh, you know, fucking the the Rose the Rose subconscious thing is huge. I I want this to be explained. I want to know the meaning of the of Sweeper and Hello Jeff in the context of the medium. Um. But yeah, uh, Rose and, Rose and Dave kind of vibing in, in, in Durst right now. Uh, back, back over on, back way over in on the other planet, uh, John is still, is going through, uh, Rose's room. Um, it notes that, uh, Dave is messaging him just a big key, long key smash from falling asleep on the keyboard. Um, but yeah, John is looking through Rose's stuff. Um. He, find, he looks at a, at, a, at a collection of poetry and philosophical thinking by American sports legend Charles Barkley, which I'd completely fucking forgot about. I forgot this panel existed, Yeah, it's a shame, because it's, like, one of the best jokes so far.
1: <laughs> the, 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 like, blurred, zoomed-in Charles Barkley face on the cover is really good. <laughs>
0: This ocean, Charles. Uh, it's just great, great little joke. I don't know why nobody talks about this. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like funnier in the context of already earlier, way back, and I think it was Act One or Two. Um, we had like the 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 big long poetry quote. Uh, I think during Rose's introduction. Yeah. That was attributed to Charles Barkley. It just makes it all the funnier that, like, that's that might be true in this universe. It's good. It's pretty good. Um, the, John... John Capsula... John just a lot John well. takes it! He just takes it! Would you not? I, good point. Uh, <laughs> good, good point. I mean, he also noticed on this page that, um... You doubt that she'll mind if you borrow her book. She's always trying to get you to read her weird books anyway. Which is, uh, like maybe a little insensitive definitely a little bit insensitive but considering the circumstances um i don't think it's that big of a deal yeah um uh what um let's see john decides to open uh the birthday package the birthday present um from rose to him uh and he finds a reconstructed uh bunny uh, like a like a little stuffed animal, um, looks suspiciously like the Con Air bunny that we are Man, already familiar with.
1: The, this page is laced with implications.
0: <laughs> there are several implications here. Um, the way that it's like it's like all smeared up with oil, the parts that are original, and the rest of it is just kind of is like knit there by Rose. Yeah, um,
1: pretty 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 interesting. How the last time we saw uh, John's bunny from Dave. It was, it was, it was dropped in oil, and it's all smudged up. All smudged up. Pretty interesting. Pretty.
0: Much to think about. Much to
1: think about. Wonder how that happened.
0: Um. Let's see. Uh. There's a letter from Rose to John. Um. And as always, like the letters between the kids are delightful. Yeah. Um. The. The. It's like I don't know. It. I don't know what else to say about this. That we haven't said before the with the other ones because there's not really a ton of like controversial or like new stuff here. But it's it's it, it's it's nice to see uh Rose like being genuine um with uh with John in, in her weird little Rose way. Yeah.
1: the The most noteworthy thing on this page is that uh she says the bunny was an heirloom, and yeah. and she patched it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the allegedly this bunny was a beloved childhood possession of hers that I guess was I guess heirloom I guess could mean that it was passed down to her or that bleh, to her or that uh I guess by her passing it to him it becomes an heirloom. I don't know. Yeah. Um I guess we we could keep that in their minds. Uh but yeah, it's it's cute. Um that it, it's very um I don't know. Like I feel like John getting her into uh like sewing and knitting and then her using that skill to make him a present is just kinda like that's like the perfect gift, I guess. Like if you were to it, it it's it's it feels like the right thing to do. Um and it's very uh it's almost out of character for like a kid to like be that considerate. Yeah. Or, like understand how appropriate that is. But I don't know. It's it's really nice. Um, John doesn't think the the narrative doesn't really give much to it. Uh, outside of reading it, and John instead decides to chaos dunk the bunny back into the box because um, he's so excited about getting two bunnies on one day.
1: Great the the chaos um, dunk panel is it's good. Uh, the way that the the text being so like default font is weird. Uh, the way Mutie's face is just. There, stationary, unmoving. Yeah, there's like no body there. It's
0: either. scary. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the 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 chaos dunk thing led me to um Google chaos dunk and like do a cursory search around to see if this originated anywhere besides what I was thinking of, and I do not think that there was an earlier use of chaos dunk than the context of uh Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden. <laughs> uh, unless unless I'm missing something vital, and it was present in the fur in, in the original Barkley Shut Up and Jam. Uh, for those of you who are not in the know, um, Charles Barkley's Shut Chef Boyardee's Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam, <laughs> Gaiden, Chapter One of the Hoops Barkley Saga, is one of the more infamous uh like silly freeware games um from the from the early. Decades of the two of the two uh, thousands, um, it came out in two thousand eight, uh, and I think I suspect that uh, between the the this ocean Charles joke, and uh, the chaos dunk reference out of nowhere, that is basically I think I as far as I can tell only a reference to Barkley Guidon. I think that Hussey probably had j- just played Charles Barkley shut up and jam Guidon, um, at this point. Uh, I-, I would like to. I don't know if you've played Barkley Guidon. I have not. I would like to give a glowing endorsement of Barkley Guiden. It is right. one of the weirdest little thing, weirdest unique little things internet has ever produced, um, and it's fascinating. I uh, I don't know, I don't know if you're, you're probably familiar with C Boy R D. Yes. Uh, he he makes those weird videos on YouTube. I
1: just made a Boy R D tweet like yesterday. Not Pilot Red Sun. They're two different guys. I, I know. RD,
0: okay, some a lot of people don't. I've I've been asked before uh are those are those two the same guy? And they're not. Oh. Um but CBOYRD, uh him and a couple other people made an RPG maker game um that is meant to be a official like the joke is that it's an official sequel to the uh I think the Super Nintendo game, Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam. Uh but instead of being a sports game, it's like this post-apocalyptic RPG where in in a, in a post-apocalyptic future where baseball is illegal um because charles barkley destroyed america uh with a chaos dunk it released a shockwave that destroyed civilization as we know it um and b-ball is illegal and you play as charles barkley's son hoops barkley right, no, no. It, I, I forget whether you play it's been a couple years since i, played. I forget where you play as charles or if you play as hoops um but you basically amass a party uh of other of uh ba- basketball related uh characters um such as the cyber dwarf who is like a dwarf but his he's had his uh, he's a, he's a cyborg and he's has his re- skin replaced by like basketball material Ugh. um it, it, and the combat is like a weird super mario rpg thing where like there's like a little mini game every trying you want to do something i i'm sorry the barkley tangent has gone on too long i just wanted to I, this 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 brought back a lot of spontaneous memories about Ch- Charles Barkley. Shut up and jam, Gaiden.
1: I, uh, I check I, it out. I just think it's funny that C Boy R D is coming up so close to me thinking about C Boy R D. Maybe
0: maybe you subliminally knew uh, from uh, doing this reading.
1: Uh, listeners, uh, go watch Dilbert Three by C Boy R D. You can watch Dilbert Two, uh. You don't have to, but watch watch Dilbert three.
0: At least watch Dilbert three.
1: Watch Dilbert three, and then sit in silence, listening to the the Robot Cop R- RoboCop, uh Game Robot Boy Cop. theme. Robot Cop uh sit in silence, listen to the RoboCop uh Game Boy theme. It's yeah, it's it's a, it's an experience. <laughs> hey, we
0: gotta we gotta get back on track. We gotta there's, get back on track. There's like sixty pages left, and we're already at an hour and a half. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, Uh, it's fine. uh, uh, We're we're, we're gonna go way faster now. I feel like this is a pretty good episode so far. Um (laughs) Okay. So alright, Chaos Dunk, uh we get Bunny number two, suspiciously similar to Bunny number one. Um to be reminded that Bunny number one exists, uh John deploys Casey again. Uh leave leaving leaving uh her there. Um it is raised at this point, uh whether this salamander is a girl or not um, and John doesn't know the the sex or, or gender politics of salamanders um, and this is then brushed over uh, by uh, Rose receiving a message from Kanaya on her computer um, this is actually kind of interesting um, just in terms of the context of it I think where so this is the first time that Kanaya has ever contacted Rose's, uh, Pester handle. From her perspective.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's, it's, she runs into John impersonating Rose in a humorous manner. Um. Where, initially, uh, he, he says she's not here right now. Um, but then when Kaniya continues to talk to him, he decides to uh jokingly impersonate Rose in a way that probably anybody else would understand was a joke. Yeah. Uh but because Kanaya at this point has no grasp on irony, um, she just kind of believes it. Uh and listens to John talk about uh little monsters. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um there's not Kanaya can't see John. Uh, because she doesn't have a her viewport thing set up on the program they're using, so this is part of why she falls for it. Um, and yeah, that's kind of all that happens here is that John, in doing irony, has just kind of broken Kanai's brain. Yeah. Um, but this transitions into the first instance of seeing the trolls basically walk around and interact among each other. Uh, and. Right away, there's a there's we see Briska's horn. I will not say right. anything. Right. I I right. was refraining from saying anything. I mean we have I I, I I mean yeah this is this is the this is dangerously close to Briska. The, She's the, real. That
1: horn has an aura around it and it's it's powerful. I just
0: realized that can the icon Kanaya's shirt is flipped here. Oh! Oh, seventeen fifteen. Fucked up. Whoa. Oops. Whoa. That's not right. Uh, <laughs> I I think this, it might happen. It probably happens elsewhere, but uh, it's pretty rare for this thing, kind of thing, to happen. I think. Yeah. Fucked up. Um, we have the first uh interaction. Like I think the first direct message log between two trolls. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, where we get a new troll. This is the this this is the character who will come to be known as Solix. Um. Love Kanaya, he's pretty cool. Kanaya, uh, bugs Solix about setting up, uh, the viewport so she can actually view who she's talking to. Um, Solix here, kind of does. He just kind of is Dave here. I feel like
1: a little bit, a little bit. He he um, he's like a more aggressive Dave. Yeah.
0: He's like Dave, but he's like telling people to fuck off and not talk to him. Yeah. Um There's like I the, the the two things the two takeaways here, uh, besides enjoying a new character's dialogue, I think, is um one, him saying, like, listen, I I said uh I knew we were all going to die, um and no one believed me. Um and two, that he objects to talking to the kids uh he does not want to talk to the kids he hates them he doesn't want to do it yeah so it's juvenile but yeah um i don't know what else to say uh kanaya throws her f1 key at him and starts harassing him more uh yeah poor solix poor solix Um and then okay, another strong point of evidence. Uh S Rosen Dave shut up and jam. It that's that's the name of the game. Alright. Alright. Hussey, we're um, on to you. Hussey played Barkley Gaiden at some point and then decided to throw in a shitload of references here on this page. These this these couple pages. Um It's just kind of a little interactive flash. Uh I don't I couldn't find anything crazy in here. Yeah,
1: it was. Um, it's just a chill little flash.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like them just kind of shuffling around. Um, if you, t- if you go through the songs here, the Suburban Jungle" remix is really good. That's kind of all I had to say about it. Yeah. And there's a lot of little like things that happen with like fucking cut-ins of Super and Hell Jeff faces and all that, but not a lot significant. Um, Rose hurls Dream Cal out of the tower uh, goodbye, fucker. <laughs> and then, um, we then, uh, Rose bees the pony. So, this is a li- this is a little bit, this feels a little bit disjoint to me. It's just, this kind of pops up. Yeah. But, it kind of has to, just to lead into what's coming up. Yeah. And I, I do kind of like the way it does it. But, um, basically, we see Maplehoof Hoof follow, uh, uh, mom, into a some pink ruins. Uh, passes by a giant collection of grist that she collects that gets sent to the kids. Um, who knows why that happens, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, and then follows mom into a little teleport thing. The little sprite of a uh, maple up standing up is funny though. <laughs> It's.
1: Uh, I don't like looking yeah. at it. It's funny, but it's like uncanny.
0: <laughs> it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit far side. Um. There's a a similar couple panels where John bees the hat. Uh, where the hat f- flies off to replace uh, Dad Egbert's uh, soiled hat. Um. We see Dad uh, encounter Grandpa. Uh, f- wordlessly, they f- uh, follow one another into the ruins, into their own, into ruins on uh, Loas, and go through a similar looking teleporter. Um, mysterious,
1: much to think about.
0: <laughs> much to think
1: about. Uh, th- <laughs> it it definitely shows that like the 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 parental figures have a grasp on what's going on here. Yes. I'm loving
0: the like subplot of the the guardians or the parents, whatever you want to call them, uh conspiring wordlessly behind the scenes. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty compelling, like, secondary thing. Um, let's see, where were we? Uh so John visits uh Rose's Alchemiter, um, and makes the the hammer that came out of the, that comes out of the code that Dave Sprite gave him earlier when he was offended. Um, scales it down so he can actually hold it and make it. Uh, and so he's got a pretty sweet note, sweet new hammer here. Uh, he talks to Dave Sprite for a little bit. Um, Dave Sprite s- says like, yeah, really strong hammer. Um, got it from Hephaestus, who I think we can infer is the Denison on Dave's planet.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. Says and, it got through bullshit. It, it and it it kind of nails in the coffin that like, put puts puts the final nail in the coffin that like the name of the kids' browsers are denizens because we immediately jump to a shot of Dave's computer in which his browser is Hephaestus.
0: I am so glad that you also pointed this out because I I wrote it down because I was like, wow, that's that's storytelling, that's visual storytelling. That's great. Awesome. Um, and this panel is kind of there to remind you about about that. Um, the Rosen Dream, Rosen Dream, Dave, like, kind of share a meaningful look before Rose like poofs out of there to wake
1: up. Okay. The poofing thing bothers me, because when was it established that? They disappear when they wake up. I agree. I also found this strange. I, um, I feel like that's a, like just a continuity error or something. I it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: I feel like Hussey just wanted to make this visual gag.
1: I can't stand Hussie.
0: <laughs> we'll see if there's any other instances of dream selves like disappearing. Yeah, like that. Um. So yeah, our Rose wakes up uh we we see another brief glimpse of the trolls on their little on their little workstations, uh where Solid fixes uh Kanaya's program to display the viewport just in time for uh K'naya to actually see uh Rose proper. Um, Rose sees that someone was using her pester chum and she doubts that it was uh Casey. Um let's see. Rose attempts to, uh, go and... Rose makes her way to go and, uh, intercept John before he leaves, um, but is delayed by John's prank of leaving, uh, some gushers in a bucket on top of her door frame. Um, one, the bucket, a loaded object in itself. Yeah. Uh, there's no two. Um, (laughs) let's move on. Um... Let's see. John is, uh, John prepares to blast off again and leave, but, uh, he takes, he takes mutie. um, and there's this adorable panel where he blasts off, and the cat's just perched on his head, and it's, it, I love it. It's
1: really great.
0: Um, Rose runs out of her house to, just to see John flying away, uh, with having been left with Casey, she, uh, does the thing we were talking about and renames her, uh, regenders Casey to now be a male salamander named Viceroy Bubbles Von Salamancer. Uh, which I don't think is as good of a joke, or I don't think it's as good of a joke as naming the salamander Casey and making the Con Air thing, but, you yeah, know, still pretty good. Um, let's see. Dream, uh, we go back to see uh, Dream Dave uh watching the puppet fall watching Cal uh descend from the tower um and then Cal conveniently lands on a rocket board eerily similar to the one that we saw Dave blast off after he finished his or we saw Bro blast off after he finished his fight with Dave uh concerning to say the least
1: very concerning implications
0: um, yes this is part. This is kind of the part where I realized, like, that this is all occurring in the same physical space, and I was like, "Oh no, I hate this." <laughs> Broken be whatever, wherever he wants.
1: Nightmare. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh. Ar sees Cal riding along on the rocket board. Um. And chases him through another teleporter in the most like con- bullshit convenient sequence possible that it. Made me laugh. It it would have made me angry if it wasn't so funny. Uh, like that 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 the rocket board just floats perfectly above this teleporter and just whoop, there it goes. Um, I hate it.
1: I feel like it's less of a convenience thing. Well, yeah, and more obviously. of it's like it's it, it was planned that way by bro.
0: I mean, obviously, but the the way that it's shown visually looks so stupid.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, I, yeah. Um. But yeah, so AR, AR follows, by, follows close behind, uh, Locale. Um. John, uh, while exploring the Land of Light and Rain, um, happens upon the ruins that we just saw Maplehoof enter. Um. I guess, uh, great, uh, what a coincidence, that's crazy. Um. He follows the Hoof into the ruins, uh, beats up on some high-level monsters with his sweet new hammer, uh, and happens upon the uh, the, tele- the same teleporter. In my notes, I have that at this point during the reading, um, I was listening to the, the Uncut Gems film original <laughs> soundtrack. Um, and so the couple of pages where John explores the ruins uh, is really... Is, it, it, it feels really strange when you're listening to that movie soundtrack. <laughs> Not significant. I just ha- I just had to get it out there. It was weird.
1: Um, you've seen that movie, right? Uh, what kind, What kind of question is that? Of course, I've seen that movie. I've seen it twice now.
0: That's my guy. I, uh,
1: two 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 and a half times now because uh I tried to watch it with some of my friends and uh they got tired. Halfway through it because we decided to watch it at like one a.m. God, and we just never finished it, which is like a crime. Tragic. That movie's great. It is great. It's great. Listeners, go watch Uncut Gems right now. It's on Netflix. Fantastic
0: yeah. film. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, John hits the teleporter, uh, following behind a uh, mom and the pony, um, and. Through visual contest, through establishing shots, we can now see that John is inside a lab out in the Vale. Um, he happens upon the hat, the Colonel Sasker book that a uh, grandpa was carrying, the pony, Dream Cal. Um, wonders what the fuck is going on.
1: What a, what a suspicious collection of items. What
0: a scene we have here. Um. He ventures deeper into the lab, uh finds this big room with these giant chess pieces and these like vials. It's like a scene out of like it looks like the lab in the first Pokemon movie where they made Mewtwo. It's one of those yeah. like science fiction looking like cartoon labs. Yeah. Um There's the there's the Ride the Pony page, which just kinda comes out of nowhere. Um It's good though. It's pretty good. The maple hoof is, like, extended in a very, in, like, a really old hussy comic way. It's, like, rubbery horse. I don't know. Ride the pony. Hell yes. Hell fucking yes. Um. But, yeah, John continues looking around the lab. Um, he finds a suit, a, a replacement suit. Um. What do you think of this John fit?
1: Um pretty pretty good, it's not as good as what he was already wearing mm-hmm. but it's fine could be better
0: i would I would probably agree
1: and he happens
0: upon a house shaped terminal not unlike the ones in the exile labs that we saw previously uh we we go then we see uh the, the last couple pages we see here are a r tearing it up on bro's rocket board. <laughs> uh just absolutely shredding it out in the veil um and uh that, that that's the last that's
1: the last you can, this is the last panel you gave us i thought this was like the best possible way to end this reading i was like i could cut it off two pages earlier b- 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 it, ar just absolutely shredding ar good is insane it's it's so good i love ar <laughs> But yeah, and that's, uh, that's, that's it. That is um, it. That's our reading. We Wow, we did that. Again, I feel like, really long reading.
0: Oh, ah. yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're about two hours here, jeez. Uh, a lot, I I feel like that was, I feel like that was a good discussion, though. I feel like there were a lot of things that we touched on. That oh, yeah. I, that I, yeah. It was, it's pretty cool. Um, do you have anything to say about this reading in retrospect?
1: Uh. uh you haven't said already? Uh. I enjoyed it. Uh, things are mm-hmm. happening. The ball is rolling even quicker. <laughs> uh, it always is. We know, <laughs> always say that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting exponentially more excited mm-hmm. because I've, I've already done all the 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 splicing and everything and we only have t- two episodes left in Act 4 and Yikes. It, it's gonna get crazy. Where we're, we're we're acting a we're acting a fool. Uh, I love Homestuck, <laughs> Act for good. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't have much else to say. I I'd like the. I feel like the um, there were both a couple of things that we liked and hated here today. or At least that I hated um, where like there was the weird, way things are uh like implicitly retconned with like the Dave letter. Yeah. And, but also there's like some of the best stuff coming in with uh the with Dave Sprite as a character and like how he bounced off other characters and like what it means. Yeah. For stuff. I really I really like a lot of the things that are coming up here. Um I don't know, it's good. Homestuck is Homestuck, I I will progressively admit right now that Homestuck is still good. It's we, good. We, we, we got him. We got him, boys. <laughs> But yeah, um, I, yeah, I guess that's kind of my thoughts on this so far. It's, it, it's showing a little bit of the weaknesses that, uh, people dislike it for, but it's also showing a lot of the, str- it's it's starting to show more clearly the strengths that I think really make it stand out. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of my thoughts on this so far.
1: Uh, um. I think the real question is at this point, how, how close are you to retweeting Homestuck art on main?
0: Um, I don't know, probably not very. Mm. Uh cuz that's one of those things that people yell at you if you do. Um not that I really typically cure all that much, but like I don't know. I don't know. I did it I did it one time for 413. What do you want from me?
1: That we need more of it. We Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just you Give me wait. the Aradia,
0: give me the Aradia content
1: just, once we get there. Just you wait. Uh I've bookmarked several Aradia pieces of art for the day you're for the day that we record when we get to Aradia, so that I can retweet evil. them and and pressure you into retweeting them as well. You're fucking evil. I hate you. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, I think that my family just started dinner like twenty minutes ago. Um, and I didn't respond because we were in here. So I'm gonna say that we pull this one to the close.
1: Yeah, th- this has been a homestuck podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm... No. Wait, yeah. Uh, no. Wait, what, what, whoa, whoa, what? are whoa, we reading whoa, next week? All right. What are we? Oh, uh. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry. I had it bookmarked. Uh. <laughs> we're we're gonna read to uh 1933. Another another year page.
0: 1933. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to get out of these year ass pages. Yeah. Okay. That's um. That's like another like hundred and fifty episodes. That's like another hundred and fifty pages ish. It's fine. Right. It'll be fine. We can handle it. It's fine. It'll it'll be alright. We handled it today. It went pretty well, even though this is coming up on two hours. So why don't we why don't we now take it to the close? Now that everybody knows what we're reading next week.
1: Okay. It uh this has been a homestuck podcast. Uh I'm John. And I'm Aiden. Uh thanks for listening. Uh you're you're all wonderful listeners. Those of you who are listening um, big shout outs to our our editor Alex our our sweet little baby editor baby man thank you uh, I don't know why I just I don't know why I just talked about Alex like that but um, I mean
0: I I usually do this part I think you're doing it pretty well so I'll let it
1: slide uh, yeah homestuck podcast <laughs> see you next week everybody bye gamers.
0: Ha <laughs>